my friends and beautiful badass humans welcome to another episode of attention to intention it is your host your friend your partner in crime mass down human first megan miller i am the founder and creator of the intentional living method tedx and global speaker international best-selling author creator and host of this community here with you and behind all of those achievements I am someone who has struggled my entire life with where I fit into the world. I have found myself addicted to the drug of achievement and validation from the outside world and life had to bring me to my knees in order for me to realize that I am not living the life I am intended to. And that has brought these eight years of study and insatiable appetite to get to know the self-talk, the thing that I was never taught to bring to you my friend because that pipe dream that you have you can't have that and guess who's going to give it to you you are welcome to this week's episode where we are talking all about achieving the overwhelming with the power of micro steps happy to have you here my friend hello my people god i love recording these episodes with you. I love this time with you having these conversations that fuck, I needed for so long and did not even realize. I am so happy you're here. Let's do the thing that we never do, which is celebrate the fact that you showed the hell up and in between all the pings and dings of life, you did something for you to better you, to change your mindset. And that is so damn powerful. The shout out this week goes to giving us something to look forward to. You know, just yesterday, my honey and I booked the trip that I was so hungry for. I did not even realize it. And that is a trip for my 40th birthday in December. And I have been on a high for 48 hours. And here is what I realized today. It has given me something to look forward to. And there's something powerful about that. Think about how you feel when you have the vacation, when the holidays are coming up, when you have the time with friends and how excited that you get. So my friend, I want you to give that to yourself. It doesn't need to be a five-star hotel. It doesn't need to be a, a, a cross-country trip. It's not about the money. It's about the action. It's about giving you something to look forward to. So here's what that could look like. Meeting the friend, scheduling the time to sit across the table, elbow to elbow with a friend that just lights your soul on fire. The date night with your partner to try the restaurant that you keep talking about or if you feel like your relationship has gotten static or stale or going to the live music event. You know, a couple months ago, I went with my parents to this little dive bar. Tickets, I think, were 20 bucks. And we saw Heart, cover band of Heart. And I had such a great time. I was on a high leading up to that. So again, my friend, it's not about the money. It's about the action. Put something in your calendar that is going to light you up because you deserve that. So... In this episode, we are going to talk about achieving the overwhelming. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Does that not feel like a church service moment? With the power 
of these micro steps, the power of these micro steps. So let me take you back as to why this is so important to me and why I want to gift you these tools and this conversation that I needed for so long. So about eight years ago, for those of you that may not know, I was at the height of my career. I just received the promotion that I thought were going was going to fix all of these things in my life. Hashtag surface level thinking. Don't we do that? Like you think, you know what? Once I fit in this size, Jean, then everything's going to fall into place. Once I get this promotion, then everything's going to fall into place. Once I make this amount of money, then everything's going to fall into place. Then you achieve the thing and you're like, nah, that ain't it. So you just keep hustling harder. Um, This ladder of success that you're just sprinting on and sprinting on. And so I achieved the job and I had a mental breakdown on the busiest highway in Philadelphia. Talk about the irony in that. My whole life was kept being busy, was being addicted to the validation, to the getting you to like me that I never really stopped and paused and got to know myself. And by really, I mean ever. So I have this mental breakdown, sobbing uncontrollably in the car, on the shoulder of this very busy highway. For any of my Philadelphians out there, 76, man, that is where this shit went down. And I've had so many people ask me, well, did your car break down or did you break down? And I say, I broke down. I wish it was the car. The car would have been easier to fix. You ever do that where you tell yourself that you're fine, it's fine, I'm fine, I got it, and then you don't and you just explode. So I had that moment eight years ago. I can go back there like that. Here's to those life tattoo moments. And as I'm in that car, I realized, how did my life get here? Yes, I have the corner office job running sales for this billion-dollar hospitality organization. I've achieved the levels of success in my career that I had set out to. But what you do not see behind the mask, what I'm not even allowing myself to be honest with myself on, is that on this climb, I became addicted to it. And I never gave myself the permission slip to listen to those inner gut whispers that told me that I was meant for more, that there had to be more than this. And so I kept hustling harder to achieve the air quote thing. And I was popping Lexapro to numb. I was binge drinking to numb. I was overeating to numb. I was overspending to numb. And all I wanted to do was retract from the world. So I was cut off from my closest friends and family because I just wanted to numb. And I did not know how I was going to get out of that. And I think that is so critical because I think we all have those moments in our life where the things seem so overwhelming. You don't know what the hell to do. You're tired. You're exhausted. You feel like you got a boulder on your back. And so you just keep staying in the lane, you know, because hell, at least it's comfortable. It's better to stay with the devil, you know than the the devil you don't know. So these dreams just die inside you and you become so used to masking it. And so in this journey, after I had the breakdown of getting to understand myself, creating some silence, creating some sacred space in my life, becoming intentional on the content that I consumed to begin to get to know me. And that was my own intention at that point, my only intention. And I began to ask myself these four questions 
every day. And I tell you this because here's what I want you to know. My friend, eight years later, I am at debt free. I found the love of my life. I am in the best shape of my life, mentally, physically, spiritually. I have founded this movement and am delivering it to you all. I have found my passion in life. But here's the thing. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know any of this was coming. And it all came with these small, consistent actions, which is the power of these micro steps that I want to unpack with you because that thing that feels so unachievable, that thing that feels that you'll never have it, you can't. And guess who's going to give it to you? You. But it begins with these small, consistent micro steps, these micro decisions that you make in these micro moments. So let me get back to the questions. So every day, and I still do this to this day, and if you want to download these four questions, you can go to megan-miller.com. There's a little pop-up that'll say, what do you want for your life? Download it, print it out, screen grab it, whatever feels right to you, and allow yourself the three, five, 10 minutes in the morning to ask yourself these questions and listen, listen to what you want. And my friends, it doesn't need to be a big whole thing. You can do it in the bathroom. You can do it in the car after you drop the kids off. You can lock yourself in a damn closet. It's not about where you are. It's about the action. So question number one, how am I feeling today and why? Question number two, what is one small act of kindness that I can do for some one else, whether that's a little love note for Michael, whether that's a text to a girlfriend, whether that's responding to the message to say, God, you really killed that presentation. I'm so proud of you. Whether that's just a text to a family member, whatever that is, one small act of kindness, less than one minute, my friend. And then this is the power question. Well, they're all power questions. But question number three is what we're going to spend the most time on today. And that is, what is one small thing for me that I can do to inch forward, to inch forward? This, my friend, well, all these questions, but this was the one that got me out of information into action. You know, we have this beautiful thing called Google at our fingertips. If you're like me, you take that damn phone in the bathroom with you. You can figure out an answer to damn anything, anything with Google, but we don't take action. Action is the hardest thing. And that's why question three is so powerful. And then the final question that I ask myself every day, what are three things I'm grateful for? Three things. And we've heard this before, but here's what I want you to know. My friend, you cannot be grateful and pissed off at the world at the same time. And when the narrative up here, and I'm ta- I'm pointing at my brain for, for those of you who might not be watching us on YouTube, pointing at my eagle's hat, go bear. Um, the, when you begin to reframe that narrative, what you look for, you find. So when you start your day with the good, guess what, my friend? You're going to find more of the good. And this isn't just Megan Miller hokey shit. Google it. It's called the reticular activation system. What you look for, you find, which is why when you start shopping for that car, you see that car everywhere. Right. So I really want to unpack question number three, because this is the the power of these micro steps. And question number three is what is one small thing that I can do for me to inch me forward for my goals 
for the thing that seems overwhelming. And I did just that. So let's unpack what a micro step is. A micro step is a small, I'm talking small, commitment to yourself. So for instance, let's just say that you wanted to lose the 20 pounds and you keep telling yourself that you're going to sign up for the fancy gym. You don't go to the gym. You keep telling yourself you should. I like to call these the shoulds, right? We have tendency to should all over ourselves. So instead of saying to yourself, you know what? I'm going to go on the cleanse. You know what? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop boozing for the next 30 days. You know what? I am going to sign up for that fancy gym and then you never go. I'm going to work out for 45 minutes. A micro step is today I am going to take the dog for an extra walk for 10 minutes. That's it. That's a micro step. Let's just say that your finances are spiraling out of control. Hand raised, my friend, hand raised. There was a time I was $20,000 in debt. My credit score, I think, was like a 500. I shit you not. I remember when Michael and I first started looking to buy a home and my name couldn't even be on the mortgage because that's how bad my credit was. Now I'm happy to tell you that that has since changed, but it's taken you know five or six years with the power of the micro steps. Overspending was the name of my game. So here's a micro step in finances. If you are overspending, we have tendency to do that when we feel uncomfortable. Did you know that over 75% of Americans overspend because they do it emotionally? So here's a micro step in that drawer of your life. It can be that you are going to hold on to the Amazon purchase for 24 hours. Or here's a micro step in that drawer. You know what? Today, I am not going to buy anything that I do not need. Actually, you know what? Scratch that one. I don't like that one because you can talk yourself in many, many separate ways. Here's a micro step in that. I'm going to put the thing in the Amazon cart for 24 hours. Here's a micro step in finances. I am actually going to open that bill today instead of letting it pile up. Here's a micro step. I am going to call this 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 credit card company and see if I can set up payments. That's a micro step, my friend. A micro step under finances. You know what? I'm going to spend I'm going to um oh, here's one. I am going to go to YouTube. And I'm going to look up what's the best way to do a budget. Small things, my friend, small things. And here's what I want you to know. I'm not special. I didn't achieve these things because I got given some great ticket, some Willy Wonka golden ticket into a fancy factory that taught me all this shit. I was raised by a single mother. I was a C student. I had 600 SAT scores, 500 credit score a few months ago or a few years ago, right? I I had a speech impediment. I was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth, but I did these things, these exact things I'm teaching you. I began to ask myself those four questions and I kept these promises to myself regardless of how busy my day got. It was a non-negotiable to keep this promise to myself. Question number three, what is one small thing I can do for me today? My shoulds. And I'm telling you, my friend, you can have it too, because it's not about achieving the thing. 
It's about who you become along the way. So I had asked of you, my dear friends on Instagram, tell me what you want to hear. What is one big goal that you have that seems overwhelming, that seems that you'll never have it? And let's unpack it. Let's talk about it in this format of micro steps. And here is what I love. I'm going to pick out the top three um, most prevalent questions that came up, answers that came up when I asked this question. So here was the first one. And I love this one because I think so many of us feel this, but we're so fearful to, to talk about it. And I'm not going to say who submitted these because... I don't know. I just feel like it's trust. Like I I want you to feel comfortable to continue to share. So um, leaving these anonymous, what if I don't know what I want? What if I don't know what I want? Ooh, ain't that a power statement? Because I feel that so many of us never stop in this sprint of life to achieve, to get the validation, to do the next thing, to get to know what the hell do I even want? What do I even want? And I have to tell you, My friends, eight years ago, when I was having that breakdown alongside the highway, I realized that the person that I never took time to get to know, the person that I never listened to, the first person that I ridiculed on anything, the first person I discredited, the first person I canceled on was myself. So I did this practice and I want to share it with you because I think it's so important. We're recording this in November and I think it's a great time to bring this up as we as we near the end of the year. If you do not know what you want for your life, which here's what I want you to know, you're not alone. I want you to grab a piece of pen and paper and I want you to follow along with me here. It's called the drawers of life. I did this myself and it was so powerful in beginning to answer what do I want? So I want you to think of your life like a six drawer dresser. You got your health, you got your career, your relationships, spirituality, self-worth and finances. Okay, that's those are your six drawers. I want you to think of each of those drawers of how full is it like a gas gauge? Is it full? Is it half? Is it a quarter tank? Or man, am I full and empty and I am puttering right along. And then what do you want that drawer of life to look like? That is a beautiful place to start. So for instance, uh, when I first did this, and I do this every year, my friends, instead of setting goals, or, or no, I'm sorry, instead of setting New Year's resolutions, which I fuffin hate, I do this practice. I do my drawer of life. Where am I in, in these six drawers? And where do I want that drawer? What do I want that drawer to look like? And where am I on the gas gauge? Right? Am I full? Am I half? Am I empty? So for instance, when I uh, uh, did this, when I first started this practice, I realized my spirituality drawer was empty, empty. I grew up going to church with my grandmother and I never felt a connection to anything higher than myself. It was rigid. She was prickly. And it wasn't until I began to fill that spirituality drawer with these micro steps. So for instance, listening to a five minute guided meditation that I needed to finding a spiritual book for me that really felt something to me, creating a moment of silence to connect with a higher power than myself. And when I started to fill that drawer, did I began to have more confidence? Did I begin to have more resiliency? Did I begin to push through? 
So that is what I mean by take a look at your six drawers. Where are you? Are you full? Are you half? Are you empty? And what do you want that drawer to look like? And for me, when my spirituality was so empty, what I was looking for is I wanted a connection to something higher than myself to give me the courage to keep pushing through all of the self-doubt that I had. So for my friends listening that are thinking to themselves, what if I don't know what I want? That is a great first step to start. The other questions that we heard are the other answers when we talked about what is an overwhelming goal, goal for you? Buying the house. I want to buy a house, but I feel that I don't even know where to start. Um, I, I'm never going to have the money, the finances, the 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 credit score, da, 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 da. whatever narrative you begin to tell yourself, it's easy to fall into that trap. So here's to the micro steps. Here's what a micro step in that would look like. In today's social age, where you can just go to Google and hit YouTube, a micro step would be, I'm going to block 10 minutes in my calendar. I'm going to go to YouTube and I'm going to look for advice for first time home buyers. A micro step would be that I am going to start a house fund. And in my paycheck, I am going to allocate $20 a week. How much shit are you buying on Amazon that you don't need? That's a micro step, my friend. The other thing we heard is that I, I want to find the love of my life. I'm looking for a partner. Isn't it so easy to tell yourself it'll never happen? There's no good men out there. There's no good women out there. The power of what we tell ourselves, I'm here, my friend, as we talked about earlier with the reticular activation system, what you look for, you find, you check that, you rewire that with the power of these micro steps, keeping the promise to yourself. So here's what a micro step might look like if you are looking for the relationship. Getting some pen and paper and writing out what do you want in a partner? What don't you want? Who do you need to be? Who don't you need to be? You know, I heard that this is the exact thing I did. I heard that from Tony Robbins talking about the love of his life, Sage Robbins. They've had this beautiful marriage together. And he did that exact thing. He took out a piece of pen and paper and he began to write out, what do I want in a partner? What don't I want? Who do I need to be? Who don't I want to be in a relationship? And Sage showed up with all those boxes. Same thing happened to me. After hearing that from Tony Robbins, I went home that night in my little apartment, my little 500 square foot apartment. Nothing wrong with that. All I had was like a little table in there. And I wrote down those exact things. And wouldn't you know that Michael showed up in my life a year later? I had that dollar home goods journal in the bathroom and he came out of the bathroom and said, who you are looking for is me. There is power in awareness. That's a micro step. Tonight, I am going to spend 10 minutes writing down what do I want in a partner? What don't I want? Who do I need to be? Who don't I need to be? Another micro step in love and you're in your drawer of relationships could be that you're going to sign up for the dating website. How many times do we talk ourselves out of the thing because we tell ourselves, I need to lose the 10 pounds. I want to whiten my teeth. I need to get tan. Told myself that for so long. Just sign up for the dating website, my friend. 
that's a micro step. Here is to keeping the promises to yourself, regardless of what happens in your day. When you make the promise of, I am going to make 10 minutes to write down in pen and paper, you know, who I want in a partner, what don't I want? I am going to make the 10 minutes today to go to YouTube and look up advice for first time home buyers. I am going to make the 10 minutes to do the drawer of life exercise to begin to know what I want for my life. And then here's what will happen. Time, the day will get busy. You'll get hijacked. Your meetings will run over. You'll be tired. You're going to want to watch TV. You're going to want to just crash. And the way that you rewire the conversation in here, the conversation you have with yourself, my friend, is you keep the promise to yourself. Make the promise, keep the promise. It's not about the time. It's about the action. So if you said you were going to give yourself 10 minutes to do the thing and you only got five, you do it anyway. Instead of saying screw it, you keep the promise regardless of the time. And here's the really cool thing that begins to happen. It's not even about the goal. It's not even about the goal. It could be the 20 pounds. It could be the house. It could be finding the love. It could be getting a different career. Whatever that goal is, it's not about that. It's about who you become in the process. And when you can loosen that grip around the wheel of life, man, it is amazing what begins to show up. But you can only do that. I have found in my own journey, the conversations in my brain began to get so much kinder. The grumbling began to turn down screaming in my ear and there was a nicer and kinder voice that allowed me to trust, that gave me the patience, that gave me the courage, that gave me the resiliency. And that is when I kept the promise to myself. You make it, you keep it, my friend. It's not about the time. It's about the action. Carry on with intention, my friend. One micro step at a time. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, for being here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for dialing in to do something for you. If this conversation meant something to you, if you got a nugget out of it, if you know someone in your life that could benefit, please share. I think there is so much power when we share positive content, uplifting content. And I want you to do that with your tribe. Send this to three people in your tribe that would benefit. It does such a benefit to us to help spread this movement of self-talk as a form of preparation. Until next time, my friend, carry on with intention.